اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم لا الہ الا اللہ محمد رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم I greet you my brothers and I believe their sisters as well with the noble and universal greetings used by the messengers and the prophets of Allah Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh It's really a privilege to be back here in Garden Village on my 91st Jummah lecture across the country and uh, for those of you who don't know who I am I am Brother Ashraf Murad and I have been involved in the field of psychology and uh, counseling for over 20 years and I've been traveling across the country since the year 2000 running programs and workshops and delivering lectures as well and today I want to speak to you very briefly about the cause and the cure for all problems the cause and the cure of all problems in the 20 years plus that I have been in this field of psychology and counseling involved in supporting myself all of us have challenges in life all of us have difficulties sometimes it doesn't look like that sometimes you look at people and you think oh but they are sorted they are okay you feel you're the only one who got problems but let me tell you something everybody has problems in different ways their people are insecure and uh, so i myself got onto this path because of my own difficulties and the difficulties of others working with people and assisting people with their difficulties and i went through the usual training university training and i <coughs> and i had a practice like other practitioners have but that doesn't really work so psychology doesn't really work doesn't work because firstly when you study psychology or even psychiatry they don't teach you about faith what is faith that human beings can experience faith they don't teach you about what is love they don't teach you about what is peace they don't teach you about what is compassion they don't teach you about what is truth and these are the names of allah Al-Haq is the truth. As-Salam is peace. Al-Wadud is love. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim is to be a benefactor and to be compassionate. See? So you can study psychology, you can study psychiatry, you can study many things at university. But they don't teach you about Allah as truth, as peace, as love. compassion as generosity they don't teach you about spiritual experience so there can be no solution but all due respect to my fellow colleagues in the field of psychology and uh, professionals that we look up to you know when i walk into a place i hear people saying doctor is here doctor or lawyer oh with all this respect but uh, very sad to tell you that they haven't we haven't learned much we may have learned how to suture a wound we may have learned how to take a court a case through court but we've learned nothing 
in real terms. We tend to respect the professional people, but the professional people know very little about what really is truth. See, so we have people turning to professional people, thinking they know when they've been brainwashed into scientific materialism, denial that there exists the unseen. So I'm here to share with you today the cause and the cure of all problems after over 20 years of being interested in me and interested in people's lives. And I can tell you what I'm about to share with you is truly researched in a scientific way. It might sound religious, it may sound not scientific, but I can tell you that when a person fails to let themselves feel good within themselves, that has got nothing to do with this world. That is faith. You see, when you learn to feel good, that's got nothing to do with this world. So what has it got to do with? The Quran tells us, verily, in the remembrance of Allah, do hearts find assurance, security, good feeling. The good feeling that's got nothing to do with this world. When a human being hasn't learnt to feel the good feeling that's got nothing to do with this world, that is a disempowered human being. That human being is destined to suffer. You will suffer. You will become an addict. Because what is an addict? Somebody who's looking to the world to feel better. I'll smoke something, I'll eat something, I'll do something. We tend through the body to look for stimulation of the body. I'll shoot up some heroin, I'll sniff some cocaine, I'll eat something, I'll have sex. What's all that? To change the way you feel. See, when you turn to the world to feel good, you're an addict. When you believe the world can make you feel good, you are in big trouble. And that's where most of us are. If I get a good job, I'll be okay. If I have a pretty person in my bed, I'll be okay. That's where most of us are. If I have money, I'll be okay. We are looking to the world to be okay. And we don't realize we are in a state of hell. We are living every day in a state of hell. I can't tell you that I know one person that is spiritually healthy. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. We live in a world where people are in their minds only observing what they can see, smell, taste and touch. That's the only thing that is real to us through our body. What we can see we think is real. What we can hear we think is real. What we can touch we think is real. But Allah speaks in the Quran and says the Quran is for those who first accept the unseen. For those who accept the unseen is first. The unseen is first. Then it is for those who establish regular prayer. And then it is for those who give of what we have given them zakat. So the Quran is telling us that for those who perceive the unseen, those who recognize there's a world greater than what you can see and you can experience that world, that is what a believer is. Mu'min is translated as a believer. It actually comes from one of the names of Allah, which is Al-Mu'min, which is the grantor of security. 
the grantor of security. Those of us who are the receivers of security, the experiences of security that's got nothing to do with this world, we are mu'mins. See, there's a lot of information on becoming a Muslim. <coughs> Very little information on becoming a mu'min. You understand? Some of us are even worshipping Islam. We have forgotten about Allah and worshipping Allah. See? So this is my thing that I travel the country. Telling people that we are in big trouble. We don't realize it. Every day get up in the morning in your mind into the seen world. Even we make our salah from being in the mind lost, lost, lost. Not feeling, not experiencing, not aware of Allah as peace. Not aware of Allah as love. Not aware of Allah as supporter. Not aware of Allah as generous. We're not aware of Allah. Full stop. How can you experience security if you are not aware of Allah? And you can be a good Muslim. And in the Quran it makes a distinction. When the Bedouin Arabs came to the beloved Prophet and said, But we are believers. We have faith. The Quran responds and says, No. You are among those who have submitted your will in Islam, but Iman has not entered your hearts. The Quran distinguishes between a Muslim and a Mu'min. And you can be a Muslim, but are you a Mu'min? If you're just a Muslim, you are practicing religion, I'm sure there's benefit to that. But the Quran tells us that Allah created the jinn and the humans that they may worship Him. Allah did not create the human beings to practice religion. Religion is a way to worship Allah. Allah tells us in the glorious Quran that establish salah, establish prayer for His remembrance. It doesn't say establish prayer full stop. It doesn't say do this, do this, do this, full stop. All those things that we do are for His remembrance. See, the greatest of all things is the remembrance of Allah. That's what the Quran tells us. We were created to worship Allah. Nothing else. Allah, in some traditions it is said that Allah is a treasure that wanted to be known. It is about Allah. It's not about Islam. It's about Allah. It's not about you and me. It's about Allah. It's about recognizing Allah. Not think, oh, I don't want to go to hell. Oh, I want to go to heaven. Am I good? Am I right? Am I a sinner? Did I do right? It's not about you. It's about Allah. Who is Allah? Do you know? Do you know? Allah. Do, are you aware of Allah? Do you experience Allah? Focus on Allah in the unseen. This is a challenge because our minds lock us and root us into the scene. All we think there is is what we see. You can't see what's behind these walls. You can only see what you can see. You can't see a reality behind these walls. Do you know what's happening in Cape Town Central and Greenpoint? Now you don't know. But something's happening there. But you don't know it's happening there. Now in the same way, outside your perceptive system, 
of seeing with your eyes, hearing with your ears, touching with your hands, within your being. Allah says He is closer to you than your own jugular veins. Within your being is a world waiting to be experienced. A world of true security. A world of true peace. That nothing in this world can give you. Nothing in this world can give you. If you think, I, oh, if I just have a bit more, pro- if I just have a bit more money, my problems will be gone. Oh, if I just, have, if I just, if I just have a little bit more, uh, a better job. If my children just listen to me. If my disease was gone. If this, if that, then I'll feel better. You are whispered to by Shaitan. The only way you can feel better is by connecting with Allah. Nothing. Nothing. There is no power in this world. If you believe something in this world can look after you, you are committing shirk. If you think it is your job that is taking care of you, you are committing shirk. If you think money is looking after you, that money, that job did nothing for you, didn't give you life, didn't give you existence, didn't fashion you in the body, didn't produce trees to produce oxygen for you. That job did nothing. That money did nothing. If you think somebody, because of them, you're okay. You live in their house or they pay you because of them, you're okay. And you respect them, but you fail to respect Allah, you are committing shirk. I know it's strong words. But if anybody wants to dispute me, come and talk to me. I'll tell you, there is no power but Allah. And if you say there is Allah a power, but there's also power in this world, I will tell you, you are in error. You are not in truth. Understand? La ilaha illallah. I stand by that. And my life reflects the peace of that statement. We are believers in the unseen that is more real than anything you can see. More powerful than anything you can see, but you can't. If, if I told you I'll give you a bucket full of gold and I'll give you Allah on the other side, choose which one you think is more powerful. People will have to think about it. See, they'll have to think. Let me think. That means you already made up your choice. You already, you think something in the world has, you already have Allah. You already have Him. As you know you have Him, you can have whatever you want in this world. But because you deny Him, you deny, you don't know Allah. You don't know who He is. You don't know, you, there's no training on Allah and our experience of connection with Allah. This, do this and do that and this must be done so many times on such day like this and like that and appear to have like this and do that and we see people I mean think they're very pious and somebody like me you think you walk past me and you think ah I'm better than him I got my sunnah beard I got iman I have iman I might not have a beard I have iman I have iman I know I have iman I'm asking you do you have iman don't just say yeah don't believe you believe Do not believe you believe because the way you act and live shows us the truth about what you believe. If you say, no, I need a job, I need money, I need something, you're an addict on this world, you do not believe. You have associated partners with Allah. Allah is the most forgiving and most merciful. If we begin to recognize our errors and ask Him to guide us, He will. But if we carry on on a path of denial of Allah, this is... The four things that people do that I have recognized that cause their problems. One, the denial of the greatness of Allah. The denial of it. Kufr. Kufr means to deny the greatness of Allah. We say Allah Akbar, Allah Akbar, Allah. You're saying words. 
you experience in your heart, in your being, the truth of the greatness of Allah? Do you know there's nothing and nobody can hurt you or harm you? But you have Allah. Do you know that? Do you know nothing in the world can help you or heal you? You have Allah. Do you know that only Allah is unique? We say Ahad. The unique one. Do you know Allah as the unique one? The one that wasn't born and won't die. Do you know of Allah? Do you contemplate that? The eternal. Doesn't get born, doesn't die. That is Allah. The creator of everything. The sustainer of everything. Do you know that everything you see and your body and you are only because of Allah? Do you know that? Do you know that there is a power that you can't see? That because of it you are and you continue to be? And that life is and life continues to be? Do you know? Do you know? I'm not asking do you believe. I'm, do you know? Do you live like thank you Allah for my life, for my being? I exist only because of you. I continue to exist only because of you. Do you know? Do you know the greatness of Allah as his being supremely caring? Allah is supremely caring. Supremely caring. Nobody and nothing can care for you the way Allah has cared for you. Do you know? The Quran speaks a lot that we have delivered you from your mother's wombs. We have given you hearing. We have given you sight. We have given you intellect. We have given you affect, feeling that you may be grateful. Do you know that Allah didn't need to make you but he gave you the best of forms? Intellect, thinking, reason, imagination, choice. Do you know Allah has cared for you? That you have fingers and toes that you breathe. There are trillions of processes taking place in your body in every moment so that you can just move around, walk around like normal. Do you know Allah has created those processes and ensures those processes continue? Do you know that Allah has given you a mind a vocal box called a larynx with vocal cords, tongue, that we speak because it's a gift from him. Do you know? Do you know? We act like, no, he gave us nothing. I don't have nothing. We speak. Imagine if you are like animals barking and making sounds. Here I can talk to you. You can talk to me. We can connect with one another only by the grace of Allah. Who do you think gave us speech? Who do you think taught for us? Not us. Allah, we have to recognize that Allah, we are His creation. There is only Allah first and we are His creation. He has caused us to be and He takes care of us. And because of His care we are and we continue to be, not because of our smartness. I went to university, got a degree, I'm so smart now, I know how to make money, I'm a good businessman, I got a good job. It's because of Allah, there is only Allah first and last and eternal and everything is because of His grace. He is the most gracious, do you know? Do you know the greatness of Allah? Do you know the graciousness of Allah? He has considered us more than you can ever consider yourself. Two eyes in color vision, binocular. If your eyes were one millimeter separate, you wouldn't see in binocular. You wouldn't have depth perception. Two ears speaking. Who's considered you? 
when we walk and we talk, we have joints so natural, fluid. We just walk. We don't even think, how am I walking? We just talk. We don't even know how we're talking. We're just talking. Because of who? The grace of Allah. Do you recognize? Do you take time every day to recognize the unseen, to exit your mind and the state that we are in, to feel to feel the presence of Allah, to experience the presence of Allah, a different world beyond the body in your being. Hadith Qudsi says, the heavens and the earth cannot contain Allah, but the heart of a believer does. It's a feeling space within you that comes from being aware. Being aware. Most human beings are living in a state of unawareness. You know, sometimes somebody cares for you, does things for you, you just take them for granted. You can't, you're not aware the person is caring for you. The person is doing things for you. They value you. You're just living in a state of unawareness until you lose them and they're gone. You don't even know what you lost because you're not aware. You're not aware. This is called Allah consciousness, Allah awareness. You're living unaware. You think that that's the sum total of life, that what's within your limited awareness, but you're living unaware. Are you aware? Are you conscious of Allah, His absolute supreme caring, His greatness? Are you conscious of Allah, His, His abundant sufficient grace? There's nothing that's missing in life. There's nothing. There's nothing short, nothing missing. Something that is missing in your life is not because Allah created an incomplete world or an incomplete existence. It's because you are not complete within your awareness of Him, then your life will show problems in your life. You will be trying to find security in this world instead of knowing that Allah handles everything. You'll be acting and living like, no, but I got to handle this and I got to handle that and I have to do this and I have to do that. I can't go too much with the lecture because you have to go back to work because if you don't go back to work, you won't get money, then you'll think you have problems. You understand? So, that's what I'm saying to you. Relax into the care of Allah. The secure people who don't have problems are not needy on themselves or needy on things and on the world. You are only free when you depend on Allah. You are not free if you depend on the world. If you say, I need money, I need somebody to love me, I need this, I need that, I need me to earn money, you'll never be free. You'll be controlled. You'll be controlled forever. Take the time. If you want to do the best thing that you can ever do for you, here's the solution. Stop denying the greatness of Allah. Stop dismissing His grace. When you begin to feel cared for by Allah and knowing that He has considered you, has left nothing out of you, nothing out for you, He has given you everything, then you'll realize and you'll be appreciative. And when you are appreciative, Allah says, for those that are appreciative, I will give more. That's a Quranic promise. It, you don't have to do anything or do anything different. You just have to become aware of Allah and your life will change. I promise you. Because you are shifting within your being from being a disempowered addict to being a powerful spiritual being who experiences and feels the reality of Allah that He is security, which is Al-Mu'min. And you are Mu'min because you experience that security. I don't need anybody. 
I don't need nothing. I have Allah. In this moment, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim is here for me. I am free with Him. I, through my need of this world, deny the freedom that I have with Allah. You'll be oppressed. You have no faith. You'll be oppressed by money, by people, by jobs. People treat you like dirt because you deny Allah. And you think they are going to help you and they can help you. They can't help you. But you want to believe? No, no. Everybody believes they can. So let me believe it too. So your denial of the greatness of Allah creates problems. Your dismissal of His grace. Don't make shukar for what you have. You don't see how much He has considered you. You think He doesn't consider. You think you have to ask Him to give you more. If you're asking Allah to give you more, ask yourself this question. Have you seen what He has already given you? Before you ask for more. If you see what He has already given you, I assure you, you won't have to ask for more. You'll have more. One of the sicknesses in society is trying to get. If you're trying to get money, trying to get a job, trying to get somebody to love you, trying to get somebody to listen to you, trying to get, you're spiritually ill. But if you open up, and release into the care of Allah, His care and His grace, you will have. I assure you. And you will have more and more. So dismissal, first denial of Allah, His greatness. Look, He created us. We are His creation. We are in His care. He's got good control of things. Don't fear. Trust. Trust. This is what I'm saying to you. Put your trust in Allah. Trust. Relax. Ease up. The one that has caused you to be is supreme in caring. He is not half in caring, quarter in caring. Maybe he'll care, maybe he won't. The one that has caused us to be is supreme in caring. And we are in his care. If you begin to acknowledge that, there's nothing we have to do to make the earth spin on its axis. There's nothing we have to do to make oxygen come forward. There's nothing we have to do to beat our hearts. He takes care of everything. His caring is absolute. Trust in His caring. Become thankful for His grace. Become observable of it. Denial of Allah, dismissal of His grace. The third one is the doubting of our goodness. The doubting of our goodness. Allah created human beings and asked the angels to bow. Allah was impressed with what he created. We are Ashraful Makhlukat, the most noble of creation. Allah has given us standing and status. The Quran says he has preferred the children of Adam among other creation on earth in a marked way. The Quran also tells us Allah breathed his spirit into human beings. We are a great honorable creation, although most of us don't know it and we act like we're not, but we are great. We can speak, we can talk, we can create, we can think, we can reason, we can apply ourselves. We are the highest creation on earth. Recognize the goodness that is given. We are honorable beings and worthy of respect, not because I've got a couple of degrees in faithlessness, you understand? But because Allah created us amazing and honorable. We can speak, we can talk, we can love, we can be what Allah is. If Allah is peace, we can be peaceful. If Allah is love, we can be loving. If Allah is support, we can be supportive. If Allah is generous, Al-Kareem, we can be generous. That's who we are. Learn to respect yourself. That what Allah created, look up at yourself, don't look down at yourself because you've got no money. 
because you divorced or whatever it is, learn to look up to yourself because Allah created you amazing and honorable. You don't have to earn your worth, you have it. And the last one is a disbelief. And I end with this, disbelief. In Allah as a guardian, helper, protector, disposer of affairs and an answer of prayer. Disbelief, disbelief. We believe it's too good to be true. If you ask Allah for something and He answers it just like that, it's too good to be true. It doesn't really work. Can't. Disbelief. But what if I told you Allah is closer to you than your jugular veins, ever responsive to your asking? What if I told you, not out there somewhere, in your being, is the one waiting for you to respond <coughs> He responds to you. So disbelief. Now, if you want something, you have to have the money first. You can't have it without the money. Disbelief. Allah can cause experiences to happen, healings to happen without man-made cures. No, I need a doctor. I need treatments. No, we need Allah. We have Allah. We need to have faith in Him that He can heal us without things of this world. Disbelief. Do you understand? So when you have these four in consciousness, you end up feeling very bad within you and then your life reflects you are trying to feel good but you'll never end up feeling good. That's the addict. Keeps taking drugs. You wonder why an addict keeps taking drugs. Why do you keep going to work? Same reason. Why do you keep trying to get? Same reason. You're an addict too. Thinking that one day when I have enough of it, I'll be okay. Keep pumping. One day you want, but we know you won't. Only security is only in Iman. In putting your faith and trust in Allah. That's where you're going to feel okay. And when you know how loved you are and adored you are by Allah. There's a chapter in the Quran, the adoration. And when you know He is has never deprived you of anything, you have deprived yourself of it. And you get out of disbelief and you actually start accepting that I can ask Him and have what I want. He will materialize for me what I want without me having to do anything. That is His gift. And the Quranic verse I'll quote is not for you to find a way out of your problems. It's for Allah to find a way for you out of your problems. When Allah finds a way for you out of your problems, it will be from ways unexpected and sources unimaginable. It's for you to put your faith and trust in Him. He will accomplish His purpose for you. See? So shukran brothers and sisters for giving me this opportunity and Sheikh Imam Shruda, I mean Shruda, for giving me this opportunity to come back here with the community in Garden Village. All praise, glory and thanks be to Allah. His choicest blessings upon our noble beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.